0: Welcome to Spouse Tales Podcast. You really can't make this stuff up, bringing you truth, solutions, and innovative ideas to some of the most controversial and overlooked questions inside the practice and out. Hello to our creator and co host, Joanne Majors, CSP, published author, certified speaking professional, joined by her co host, Kathy Signo.
1: I'm Joanne Majors. Welcome to Spouse Tales. And I'm Kathy Signo. And one thing that we know for sure... Is that you cannot make this stuff up. You absolutely cannot. You can't make it up, and we sure can't make it up when we have um, the seasoned, smart, and amazing Deborah Englehart Nash on the show. We're so glad to have you back. Deborah. welcome.
2: Thank you. Uh, You know, I... Seasoned is a great word for old. <laughs> I've been around a long time. I'll take seasoned. I will take seasoned. I like seasoned. You know yeah. My yeah, husband says, seasoned. "Is that
1: salt or pepper?" I said, "It could be both." Yeah, you know. Yeah,
2: yeah. But yeah, um, yeah. you know what? I'm enriched. Enriched. I'm enriched. Ooh, I
1: like that. Yeah. Enriched. We have Ooh, the enriched yeah. Deborah Engelhart Nash with yeah, us today. But
2: uh, so well, um, yeah, so fun. Yeah, great, great subject. Um, I know one of the things we're going to talk about is about coaching and consulting and that really plays well into, um,
1: houses working together. Well, and us and hiring coaches and consultants, kind of the do's and don'ts. And what we know is um, Kathy's husband, like my husband, like your husband, are lifetime learners. I mean, they they are committed to continue learning. With that said, even though we all work as an independent contractor, if you will, in our husband's practices, we have business outside of that. So how does somebody get hired by somebody like And so this is going to be a great episode because we're going to give some feedback on what you look for and maybe some of the questions you ask. And you probably have more experience with this than we do because you do more consulting. I'm doing more speaking. Kathy does a lot of training. But I'm I'm excited to get into this and share with our listeners, you know, some of the some of the things you really need to think about. I know for me, it's like looking at a contract and, and I'll tell my contract nightmare story in a few minutes. But, you know, what are what are some of the things that are most important? important to you, um, Deborah, when you guys have hired someone specifically to work with your own practice?
2: Oh, great question. First of all, I, I need to I need to be candid with myself and with my husband that although I'm a consultant, I am not a consultant in all aspects of the dental practice. So when it comes mm-hmm. down to OSHA, when it comes down to cybersecurity, those aren't my Sure. I mean, I outsource those for my own clients. So why wouldn't I outsource that for my husband's practice as well? Um, so right now I would say cybersecurity is a huge issue. So I think every office needs to have a cybersecurity consultant coach. Um, you have, And I was just reading on one of our blogs, maybe you both read it too, about somebody who just got hacked and they're... Um, Data was being held for a $475,000 ransom. Oh. Yeah. I mean, and there's ways to avoid that. that something. Yeah. So I'm saying that a practice should have, and there, are, and there are great cybersecurity coaches out there, consultants, again, um, in the dental industry. They also can help. Um, they'll also look at embezzlement. Um, so I think that's important. I also think um, OSHA and HIPAA yeah. regulations are changing. So I think that um, you should take a look at, um, you know, uh, having an OSHA, NIPA, and people, well, I'll move back up. See, you know, see, I had a little Diet Coke here, like at 3 o'clock, so was, whatever caffeine is in there is, like, kicked in. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's kind of scary. But I think that people, let's talk about hiring coaches and consultants, because I think and maybe it's a generational thing. Mm-hmm. You cannot get all of the answers on the internet. No. So yes, you depend, depend on that. Yes, they do. Yeah. So, you know, they get on the internet and they're on they on one of those sites and I'm on several of them. I read them, you know, and, and they're all and they're good, you know, there's delivering wow and they're thrifty and there's um, trapped in an op, and which is that one of my favorite words, things, but um, you shouldn't feel trapped. But there's all these 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 uh, uh, groups that are offering advice that does not replace getting people in your office being specific to
1: you. That's exactly right.
2: And um, and also, um, so I think that's pretty critical. See, so, and and, and OSHA is one of them. You cannot take a webinar to be compliant with OSHA and HIPAA. And I am not an OSHA and HIPAA coach. I hire one for my for my practice. Um, so I think you take a look at and say, okay, what don't I do? What does our practice need? I I have a personnel manual um, consultant. So I I work with Tim Twiggs Company, Practice Personnel Systems, because I it's faster it's faster to outsource it. So I love. I mean, I'll do my faves. We won't, you know, I'll do my my raves and my. Um, you know, my raids and my whatever. Um, my Raids and my rants. My rants and raids Ooh, there may be a fun title for an article. <laughs> there so, you go. Um, I love practice personnel systems. I think they're a great resource. Um, Linda Harvey, Mary Gavoni, uh, Leslie Kanem, great. OSHA HIPAA Absolutely. consultants and coaches. Um, Debbie Carr for cybersecurity. I mean, you can't get any better than that. And... And in terms of um, a great value for um, for her fee, it's pretty amazing. Um, I also think that if you're looking for, let's say you're not married to a consultant, and that could be the blessed and the curse that our spouses have, um, how do you choose one? And I, first of all, I think uh, part of it for me is visceral. What's my gut tell me? Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, and and what kind of and then and I, before I were to hire uh, for a, for a couple to hire a consultant or a coach, I think they should sit together and and come up with a list a group of questions that they both want to ask. Yes, and I think the consultant should be comfortable talking to both the, both spouses. Yeah, Dennis and dentist I have mean, heard, heard some I've heard some consultants say. Well, Doctor, aren't you my aren't you my client? I mean, really? Is't it between you and me? Whoa, I would run away of that from that one. Yeah. Right. There has to be a gut feeling there. there has that's why I say
3: there's people say, well, the competition, there is no competition because we're all looking for something different. We all that's have right. different personality types. That's right different fits for us. And so there's plenty out there for everybody. We just have to be open enough to say, and it's very hard sometimes for people to admit. I don't know. Well, and it's a the need. Thing I, can say yeah. is
1: I don't know. It's a need. Yeah. I mean, I think about um, any time we've worked with um, different coaches or consultants that we've hired they all are always amazed that Chuck can tell them anything about QuickBooks. He can tell them the percentages. He tells them like, I mean, he doesn't miss a dot or, I mean, or crossing a T. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not into that. I, I don't, I mean, I, I, if I never looked at the numbers again, for that reason, I mean, I, I look at the numbers, right? I look at the numbers to know where you're going. Yeah. I mean, I get it. But I'm saying, he know, and he loves that. Well, my percentage is down on my supplies this month, and it's da-da-da-da. and our and our CPA accountant is always like blown away. He's always like, I can wait till the last minute with you, and we can talk once a quarter, because you you know this more than most people. And so, but he loves that part of it. But the other part of it, you know, like I think about, we were talking about um, financial, you know, um, Deborah, we were talking about like an actual financial coach. You know, we have a um, financial advisor coach that we work with. I think about when they mm-hmm. talked to, they used to talk about Tiger Woods and how many different coaches he had, right? And Michael Jordan and how many different coaches he had. We have yeah. more than one coach or consultant constantly that are helping us and, 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 and a group of people that helped to outsource a lot of the stuff because i'm not in the practice as much and you know with me wanting to do more and more with my own business it's like who's going to be his partner and so it it turns into a multiple you know far-reaching thing
2: i think it's really important for uh, one of, i think one of the questions i would ask uh, a consultant what are your strengths and what are you not so good at what sure. don't you do and there are some consultants who say, I do it all. And I'd say, I, I'll be honest, I, I don't do it all. And there's some there's some specialties that are not my niche that I've never, you know, um, I'm, you know I have done very little with um, oral surgery. So if somebody said, well, how many oral surgery clients have you had? I mean, that would be a question. I'm an oral surgery practice. I will say, well, how many oral surgery practices have you worked with? How many ortho practices have you worked with? Endo practices? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah, very good. So, so I think that you know, what's your specialty? I mean, you know, when you talk about advisors, it is a fun story. So our um, our CPA is a dental focused CPA, and on December twenty he called us, and we were we had a meeting together, looking at our numbers together, and um, Alan, um, and I'll do a plug for Alan Champ. Alan says. Um, well, she needed to go buy Deborah a car before the end of the year. He said she, uh, you need some tax write-offs. She needs a she needs a car uh, as a business expense. You need and boss open. Well, we need to buy it. He said before the end of the year. This is December twenty <laughs> So on December twenty uh, I got a brand new car. And again, um, we were both saying, hey, our cars are paid for. Isn't this cool? We have no debt. And our CPA said, uh, no, you need a new car. You've got to get you've got to get some write-offs. So. I think having that third eye, we thought mm-hmm. we were, and my husband's pretty savvy when it comes to money. And, and interestingly enough, we're both pretty frugal. So it's kind of nice to have that third eye. I also think I want to sort of tell a bit of a horror story, a horror story and I'll be brief. We actually um, were approached by a consultant, um, you know, he who shall not be named. We were approached by a consultant who pitted Ross and me against one another. And yeah. it was like he told he went he sequestered Ross in one room and told him one story. He sequestered me in another room and told me a different story. He sequestered our associate in another room and told us a different story. And we finally all came out and compared. We realized he had lied to us. Mm. Mm. Now, um, so you got to be careful too in terms of. Um, that's why I says yes. You know, what's, what's your gut? I mean, we kind of our, our our you know what detector was was out. Our radar was out. The alert. Mm-hmm. Um, if some if something doesn't, you know, if if it, what do they say? If it swims like a duck and it quacks like a duck, it's Must probably be. a duck. Yeah.
3: You know yeah. what? Something too while you're telling us this, I heard you say we listened to our consultant and we did what he told us. Consultants oh. are not <laughs> saviors. They're not going to come in. And make everything perfect. We have some yeah. work that we're going to have to do, too. So I think that's something that people need to understand, that just because you hire a culture consultant, it doesn't mean that you the all the work is done. No. You have your part in that partnership to make sure you're successful, too.
2: Sure. Oh, Kathy, that's such a great point. You know, Yeah, and you're right, because I said, and we went out and did it. We went out and did what we were told. And how many times do we go into offices or you go into a training session um, or, Joanne, you you do a presentation and the doctor, the doctor will either say, well, we're not going to do this or the spouse says we're not going to do this. I mean, I had um, an office where their CPA told the the spouse she needed to put her credit cards in water, in a jar and freeze them (laughs) in the freezer. And she said, I'm not going to do that. And so he was like, well, I, I can't help you are so far in debt. And you keep getting, you know, she just had, life was a spending spree for her and she didn't follow instructions. So what did she do? She fired the, the CPA because he didn't tell her what she wanted to hear. Yeah, she wanted, he, he yeah. wanted him to tell her how she could spend the money and he wanted to tell her why she shouldn't be spending the money. So she fired him and it's exactly who they needed. Yeah, exactly.
1: Well, I think yes, that's, and I thing think that's that, true. You, you got to get somebody, like you said, what's your strength and what's your weakness? What, if you had a weakness, what would you yeah. say that is? You know, because we all have strengths and weaknesses, finding it and out and to, sticking yeah, to it. And,
2: yeah. And they have to, they, uh, you also have to come up to an agreement about what are the parameters. And I have a client right now, they're going through a real tough time in many, many ways. And I'll to establish parameters of, of taking phone calls, you know, in terms of what time I'll take. I mean, I'll be there for them. But when you're calling me at 10 o'clock on a Saturday night, um, it's probably, it, it, you know, there's we've got to establish some boundaries. So I think for for people who are listening to this as well, um, I think you need to establish boundaries as well for what your expectations are of your, your coach, your consultant. You know, what do you expect? you expect them to be on call 24-7? Yeah. Um, what hours? Are, if you have small children, you might want to let the con- Consultant. No, listen, we wouldn't really like to have a coaching call with you after our kids are in bed. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Sure.
1: So I, I think that's really really one of the um, one of the most important pieces is because what I think is it's it's the reason I always say you know I had to build the online content because people said, well we love having you here and you know we have you every other year, but it's like execution. So we built the online content so they could t- have their managers use it for yeah. execution because like I said I'm married to one, not married to another one because I think about like what what I don't what what are your boundaries and, and one of the things that I think that is, you know, that you have to think about. It's like, they're not a marriage counselor. I felt like for some of the people that I was working with, I turned into their marriage counselor. Well, how do your husband, you and your husband handle this? Or how do you and your husband handle this? I'm like me and my husband, my husband and I don't handle this, what you're talking to me about. Cause we don't, I mean, he's the boss. His name's on the door. He's Dr. Majors. I have a role and it is not the boss at that place. So I think understanding like how many other practices have you worked in that had a spouse, you know, um, in there is important and do you understand that like i'm not there all the time i am you know i right. i have a role i function as a role i have a job description i mean i think that that's yeah they've got you've, you've got to you know understand that
2: well yes i think that you know when a when a, when a uh, team the doctor and spouse are hiring a coach or consultant i think that you know i think there needs to be um, and, you know, I have a list of questions that I that I ask um, my my client before we come on board. So let's talk about your expectations because maybe they did have a consultant in the past that was there, maybe even in town and they were they were on call 24/7. So what you know, what's your what, when do you need me to be available? You know, again, um, if you have young children, do we need to make this phone call after kids are in bed, after homework is done? I get it. I'll be there as long as I understand. As long as I know. That's as long as we set those ground rules early,
3: mm-hmm. and I know
2: that that's the situation. Absolutely. Um, I have a client who works, um, they work, the office is open six days a week. Sometimes they like me to come in on a Saturday. So, as long as, but establish that. So, I think, um, uh, much like um, uh, date, dating, possibly, you're, I mean, you're kind of dating the consultant. And we were going to talk briefly about contact. I don't know if we can do that today, but. Um, you might want to date a little bit before you sign a long-term agreement. Sure. You know? Yeah. Um, But also, um, I know people who've gone on dating sites, and usually before they go on dating sites, they have a list, or like match.com or whatever those dating sites are. They usually ask you some questions about what you're looking for. So I think that it takes a little bit of homework for the spouse to sit down and say, what are we looking for? Are we looking for somebody to hold the spouse's hand to make them feel okay? Are we looking for a trainer, like Kathy, to train the the, the spouse? Are we looking for someone to come in and manage the team? Um, and, and, and there are consultants who will do all of that, some of that, a piece of that, and find a consultant that, that's going to meet your expectations. If you don't have a list of what you're looking for, um, you might get sold a bill of goods. And you, we know that there are People out there, we are great consultants in the field. There's also people. There's also um, companies, and there are individuals who will tell you that they're going to double, triple. You follow this, and it's going to make it happen. And there's nothing. It's nothing magic. And let's face it. I yeah. think we would, the three of us, would agree. Running a dental practice, running any kind of business, especially running a dental practice, is um, is, is is work. It's it, it's work
1: yeah it really
2: is uh, it, takes commitment. it takes commitment it, yes. yes yesterday yeah, it my my, uh, my husband was um kind of introspective i mean sometimes we forget i think it's important for, for for spouses to realize I was a bit introspective yesterday was father's day we were together we were doing so but i could tell someone was vexing him he becomes very quiet my gregarious outgoing husband becomes very introspective and i said why are you? He says, I'm thinking about a case that didn't go so well. You know, you know, and I, so I said, okay, you know, is this something you want to talk about? No, I shouldn't have done this. I should have done that. I shouldn't have done this. And um, I think there comes a time when you are thinking about hiring a coach or consultant. And by the way, I don't even think anymore in today's world and how it's moving so fast, how dentistry is becoming so innovative, how KIPA compliance and, Cybersecurity and, and personnel compliance. I don't even think it's if you hire a consultant; it's when you hire a consultant. What kind of consultant? Be introspective about it. Yeah, and, and so I you, agree. You know, and and talk about and ask the client, uh, the consultant, what should I expect to get out of it? What is going to be my return on investment? Yeah. So if I'm going to spend fifty thousand dollars a year or sixty thousand dollars a year, which some contracts are, that yep. amount of money. Yep. Um, is am I going to get a five to one return on that? Am I going to get a three to one return on that? What's yeah. my, my return on that? If if I'm spending fifty thousand dollars a year with with you, are you going to at least double or triple my investment? Yeah. What's your What's your standard return on that investment? Yeah,
1: I think it's a I fair think, question. I th- and I think they have to check references. Um, Kathy, oh. before we close, what do you What would you add here?
3: Oh, I would think when she said that and asking questions, I think, and the expectations of the consultant, we have to also, so that we can meet their expectations, ask, what is the consultant's expectation of us? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Because we're, like I said, we said before, we're going to have to have some skin in the game. We don't just write a check. There's gonna be some things that we're gonna have to do and it's gonna be stepping outside our comfort zone probably to do some of these things and we have to be willing to do that or otherwise it's never gonna work. I think you have to have the tough questions on the front
1: end.
2: Yeah, and it's sort of like teacher and parent. The teacher has a responsibility to educate your child, but as a parent, you also have a responsibility to raise the child in such a way that they're teachable. Yes. So it's much like parent and teacher. Um, yeah, so you got some you got some skin in the game too. Uh, you don't send your kid off to school without lunch, without being well rested and well fed, and having you know some some behavior, some etiquette. Same thing with I think the the coach, consultant, and the client. Let's talk about our mutual responsibilities. Come to an agreement on our mutual responsibilities.
1: Yeah. Man, another amazing episode. Deborah, every time you're with us, we just get ooey gooey inside and I feel like I learned something. So um, I love this. Uh, I absolutely love this. And stay tuned because obviously we can't get away from Deborah Englehart Nash. We have to have her back again. She's uh, amazing and we love being with you. One of the final things that I'd leave you with is um, I have a question that I ask people that are hiring me to speak. One of the last questions I ask them, and it's the last question we ask when we make an appointment in the practice. And it's one of the first things that I urge people to ask people they're going to do business with. You know, we are three months down the road and things are going well. You feel like it's been a great investment of your time and money. What does that look like for you? I think just Ooh. understanding their expectations is huge. And, um, you know, we appreciate those of you who tune in and listen, and we. We promise to not honor your inbox and bring you the best that dentistry has to offer. Deborah, you're you're absolutely clearly um above many of the rest and one of the very best and we awesome. appreciate you being here.
2: Thanks. Thanks for having me on again.
1: Yep. Well, well
3: thank you so much, Deborah, for your time. We abs- really appreciate it.
1: Absolutely. And awesome. um there'll be another, we're gonna do a good cop, bad cop one really soon.
0: Okay. Okay. Absolutely. Thank you guys.
3: All
0: right. See you on the road. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Spouse Tales. We ask you to consider our podcast sponsors when you need solutions. Thank you to Care Credit, helping get the care people want for themselves and their families. Cedar HR Solutions, the leading provider of custom-crafted dental employee handbooks, employee management software, and on-demand HR support for dentists and office managers dental entrepreneur woman magazine do life is the number one lifestyle magazine for all women in dentistry it inspires highlights empowers and connects women in our industry weave bringing dental practices and those they serve closer together signing off live from austin texas this is mel on air see you on the road